You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, today the theme of the Gospel reading is on importunate prayer, persistent prayer. Now, prayer is really one of the mysteries of faith in life. Why should we pray? What is the purpose of prayer? Does prayer change the mind of God? Or does prayer change our own minds instead? Why should we pray to Him since He knows everything even before we ask from Him? That is what the Lord tells us. So why should we then be praying? Must God be pestered before he will run our petitions? Do we need to storm heaven, as some people would say, so that God will hear our prayers? Otherwise, he will not move at all. That is why there are some people who think that prayer is not necessary. For some, prayer is more to achieve psychological peace. So they will meditate on the breath or they meditate on something to keep them calm so that they can see things clearly. So prayer for them, for many people, is reduced to mindfulness perhaps. But mindfulness is not prayer. And so then what is the purpose of prayer? The truth is, my dear brothers and sisters, even sophisticated people at the end of the day will pray. Like a child, when they are desperate. In times of emergency, automatically they will cry out to God, Lord, help me. Of course, when things are going quite well and you can manage, you don't need to turn to God. It's only when you are desperate. So there is this innate nature in us where we see the need for prayer, to cry out to God. So what is the basis for prayer? Jesus himself is our basis for prayer because Jesus himself prayed. We know that before he came to full realization of his calling at his baptism, when he He was praying and the Spirit came upon him and confirmed him. You are my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Before Jesus made important decisions like the choice of the twelve apostles, he spent the whole night in prayer. When Jesus was in distress, knowing that the passion was before him, he spent the whole night at the Garden of Gethsemane in prayer. Even in the letter of Hebrews, we are told he gone through anguish in prayer, crying out to the Father in tears for the Father to help him. So, my dear brothers and sisters, Jesus set for us an example of what it means to pray. But certainly, we must not think that prayer is to change the mind of God. 
as much as a relationship with him. In the gospel, Jesus made it clear, it doesn't mean to say that if we use many words, then God will hear our prayers. Prayers is important to cultivate a personal relationship with the Lord. Prayer is what I would describe, like now we begin this synodal process, this journey. Prayer is for God to journey with us. He doesn't treat us like idiots. God knows that we are made in His image and likeness. He wants us to be intelligent, don't be foolish. And so God is journeying with us like a father and a child. That is why he taught us the Lord's Prayer. When you pray, you say, Our Father. That's the relationship. When you have a relationship, God helps us to process ourselves. What does the father do when the child comes to him? Besides processing, sometimes the fathers intervene. The father will hold the hand of the child, will help the child, but sometimes the father doesn't do anything just to listen is to encourage the child. You can do it, son. Go ahead. Try your best. And so that is what prayer is all about. Actually, prayer is really a relationship with God for God to journey with us. That's why prayer requires trust. It builds up this intimate relationship with God. Coming to know ourselves, understand our own needs, our own struggles. At the same time, knowing that the Father will step in when it is needed. Indeed, today in the Gospel, Jesus gave us the parable of the unjust judge. God is not like this unjust judge. It has to be pestered in order for him to say yes. God is certainly concerned about our life, about our happiness, and God certainly will bring justice to rest and for rest. Indeed, my dear brothers and sisters, this God that we worship is a God who listens to us. He is not like the God of the Canaanites, the Baal. Remember in the first book of Kings, in chapter 17, when Elijah had to ask God to come down to burn the Holocaust, whereas the pagans, the false prophets, appealed to Baal, Baal could not do anything. And so it is important, my dear brothers and sisters, that we turn to God with confidence, just like Elijah, just tell God in confidence, and God will certainly come to our help. That is why in our own prayer life, we should not be weary, and that is what the Lord is reminding us. When we are praying to God, we should not give up too easily. Because there are certain times when the Lord wants us to be purified in our desires. He wants us to think through what we are asking whether it is really good for us. That is why in today's gospel, Jesus says sometimes God delays in helping us. Which is true. 
Because sometimes, you know, when prayers are answered too quickly, just like sometimes when we help people too quickly, they never learn, they never grow, they become totally dependent. They do not know how to use their whatever resources the Lord has given to them. And that is why there is no change of life. Even when you help this person, the person will become lazy again. These are parents help the children do their homework. And you do the homework for them, they never learn. And you have to keep doing the homework for them. But if you were to patiently teach them, help them to struggle along, they will learn. And God is like that. That's why he says, yes, sometimes when God delays, it doesn't mean to say he is not helping. He is helping us. But I think more importantly, not only God delays sometimes in helping us, he must understand that the wisdom of God, as in today's first reading from the Book of Wisdom, is different from man. God does not always answer our prayers according to what we think it is. What we think is justice is not the way God thinks. It's just our human projection on God. You take the case of Jesus. When he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, what did he say? Father, take the cup away. Did God hear his prayers? The book of Hebrews tells us he did. His prayer was answered. And God said, you have to die. <laughs> that was the answer. And Jesus embraced the Father's will. So, it's important for us that the way we want things to be done, the prayers to be answered, is never always according to what we think should be answered. God knows better. And so in the case of Jesus, he allowed Jesus to die so that he could vindicate him in the most powerful way by raising him from the dead, by helping him to establish the kingdom that he has entrusted to him, a kingdom that is everlasting because it was only through his death that he could conquer death and conquer sin. So, my dear brothers and sisters, we need to trust in God when we pray. We need to surrender our lives to him. He knows best. And that is true. When we were little children, we know our parents, they know best what is good for us. And so today, we are asked to have this kind of faith. That is why today the gospel concluded by saying, when the Son of Man comes, will he find any faith on earth? In the first reading, we are told that God was with the Israelites in the Exodus, in the desert. God was always looking after them, providentially. And we too need to trust that this God, whom we love, whom we worship, he too will be with us. And so it is important, my dear brothers and sisters, that we continue to pray with confidence, with hope. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.